Hey, this is the Grapevine Podcast, and you're listening to our segment, TikTok, where we fill you in on all the hot gossip from around the world. Enjoy! Hi, I'm Miraj. I'm Lila. And I'm Liz. And today, we're going to be talking about cancel culture. Yeah, so uh, what is cancel culture? Cancel culture is basically when uh, people start when people uh, start cancel start denying or like uh, shunning people famous people online over the actions that they've done that are perceived as wrongful. Yeah, there's a very there's a question up front about what exactly cancel culture is. Because there are some people who seem to be, you know, for it and some people against it. And I think it's because different people consider different things to be cancel culture. And we have here, there's a difference between cancel culture and call out culture. Because I believe that cancel culture is more like bringing up past irrelevant information. Whereas call out culture would be more like if someone has done something recently that is problematic and you're holding them accountable rather than cancelling them over something that doesn't matter. So it's it's a lot to do with time and it's a lot to do with, you know, whether they really deserve, you know, to be cancelled and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Um, I think no, for cancelling... Uh, actually, I'm going to talk about like call-out culture, and I feel like that's maybe a better term to use instead of canceling. Because when I, personally, when I think about canceling someone, I don't really think about um, like the irrelevant stuff, but just calling people out. Because usually, when I've seen people being canceled, it's always like usually um, stuff that's relevant. Especially if you look at uh, like the recent apologies of um, Shane Dawson and Jenna Marbles, they they are talking about things that they've done in the past, but I think they're still relevant because they still did them as adults. The thing with cancel culture is. How, is the idea that actions and how wrongful an actions are can be perceived differently. So people can say this is racist or say this is wrong, but uh, to them, to the person being cancelled or to others, like they don't see like the bad of it. They don't see the mistake within their thing. Since especially in this such a in such a global world, everyone has different perspectives and ideas on what's considered ethical or not. So sometimes cancel culture may seem unfair because uh, you can just be canceling people. Cancel culture can also be done just for like emotions and hatred. Because when you're canceling people, you're taking you're taking away one's like capital and power, social capital and power. And some people might use cancel culture as a as a way to like channel their negative emotions, which is when cancel culture usually gets bad. Yeah. Yeah, and about how different things are considered uh, unethical or wrong, it also has a lot to do with the culture of the time. Like, past in the past, especially, uh, this whole uh, discussion is really based off of the recent cancelling of Jenna Marbles, because uh, videos resurfaced from 2011 and 2012 of her being racist and... I think it was she used blackface and she sort of reinforced stereotypes. And to do with 
in 2011 and 2012, the culture of humor and dark humor was very different. Back then, there was a lot less discussion about how harmful humor like that could actually be. And people weren't really discussing how using stereotypes in comedy was not, it wasn't meant to be, it, like, it wasn't right to be considered funny. And that people should work towards not being, not, not reinforcing those kind of stereotypes in comedy because it can be harmful to people. But during that time, people didn't understand that. And so people weren't really calling people out for that. And people weren't canceling uh, comedians or YouTubers for that kind of act, those kind of actions. And so that's how it's a bit difficult because Jenna Marbles now. In my opinion, she's grown a lot more, and as well as the whole world has really grown in terms of what is politically correct and that sort of thing. And so it's difficult to say whether she should be held accountable for actions in the past, even though, because if no one was calling her out for it back then, how are people sort of meant to know? And I, I believe that there, you're meant to have your own ideas of what's right and what's wrong. But if the culture isn't telling you that something's wrong, then you're not. Re you have nowhere to sort of get that idea. Is that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Like a lot of the times, people for cancel culture, a lot of the cases seem to be people or actors or famous people uh, being uh, targeted for their past mistakes. That's happened years before, where no one canceled, and it's it's. The idea that people never, I think it's unfair for them to be cancelled because many of them probably have changed. Like they could have changed. It's not like people are set to a particular set of beliefs and ideas throughout their life. They change and they learn from their mistakes. So they might be cancelled for something they haven't been doing. And it might be really detrimental to these like famous people since their main source of funds are like from advertising and uh, from like having viewers, for example, for Shane Dawson. So it's the idea of whether it's whether it's when it is right to cancel people or not or bring back like their past mistakes. Yeah. So that's the thing. How do we know if they're better? Yeah, I think if we like talk about because we're talking about Shane Dawson, Jenna Marbles, and maybe like looking at the differences in their apologies. If we look at Jenna Marbles' video, she actually shows the clips of what she did wrong, and she talks about them and apologizes. Whereas for Shane, I thought he he was brushing over a lot of because if you look at like the Twitter threads I put on the our document you'll see he's done so much stuff and he kind of brushed over a lot of it and he didn't really talk about everything he's done um so i think that was a big difference and i think a lot of people appreciated the fact that um jenna marbles actually showed all the stuff she did especially uh, towards the end she talked about i think two things that no one even called out, uh, her out for and she was like i think this is uh, wrong so i'm just gonna put it out there anyway Transparency is definitely a huge difference because it shows that if you're hiding something, it like if you show something, you can you can still be ashamed of something, but show it, 
And in showing it to people, it shows that you're not sort of hiding anything because the viewers don't want you to be hiding your past because that sort of means that it's just sort of shady in a way that you're trying to convince someone that your past is better than it really is. And so by showing the things that you've been canceled for, you're sort of owning up to it. And that's a first step in sort of showing uh, growth and showing remorse. It's that owning up to the fact that you've done something wrong. Yeah, also like a lot of the cases, I feel that most, uh, most like these famous people or these YouTubers being canceled should start learning how to like thread like between like the fine line between humor and what's not what's like unethical and like what's racist and they should like start learning like after being a long time in like a youtube community or in a certain community they should kind of know what is perceived by racist by a lot of people even by the minority you should still consider the voices of like for, like for example like the voices of like a minority that like feels that's still racist so you should definitely try to keep your jokes like try not to dwell into that path when they're like saying jokes like don't repeat your mistakes basically that means what i'm basically saying if i think it's important that if someone makes a joke about something that's inappropriate or uh harmful if the whole change really happens when someone tells them that it's not okay to do this. And that sort of links in with like, in the past people weren't telling anyone, and then nowadays people are telling people, but if you tell someone that something is disrespectful, let me rephrase that, if someone tells you that something is disrespectful, it's not in your power to then say that it's just not. You can't just turn around and say, no, it's not. Because that's, first of all, that's all a matter of opinion. And another thing that Jenna Marbles really did well was that she said, uh, what did she say? She said, I don't want anything to be on the internet that makes people feel bad. So like, if you're creating something and it's disrespectful or harmful to someone, even if it's not harmful to you, like you're making this content for other people. So if other people tell you it's disrespectful, that is more, that has more power than your perception because you're making this content for others. So it's not in your power to say something isn't disrespectful, especially if it's the minorities who you're uh, attacking that are saying that to you. So I definitely think that a good thing Jenna Marbles did was show the fact that it's not about her, it's about the audience and what they find harmful. Yeah, and I think for Shane, a lot of those problematic videos are still up, whereas, like you said, Jenna has uh, privated all those videos that could be problematic or offend someone. And also the fact that she didn't really make any excuses for herself where Shane, he was talking about like, his childhood trauma and mental illness issues. And I just don't understand how that can make you racist. Like, why does that make you do blackface? Like, that's just, or like sexualized children. That just doesn't make sense. I feel like things like that are, there's, 
there's thing it's relevant in one way but it's not something you would put in you know an apology it's something that other people can sort of discuss in like a abstract way it's like oh if you've had you might not be able to notice when you're doing something that's hurting people because of this in your past and whatnot but that's not the kind of thing that you would put when you're apologizing for doing something wrong it's definitely it's relevant and it can be looked into more but when someone has told you something's disrespectful you can't start bringing up why you just have to say oh sorry and i won't do it again that's the main part of an apology yeah that's the thing like once they start bringing up why it comes to mind to the audience whether they'll like prob- they might the fact that they might do it again because they have all these reasons to they have all these reasons being like oh i've been i i'm in a me- bad state of mind right now i've been very pessimistic blah 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 but like even if you you're in a bad state of mind you shouldn't harm others it's basically, you shouldn't harm others even if you're like and like spread your negativity especially since you have such a huge platform like a lot of the people who are canceled are like popular popular celebrities and uh youtubers if you have a, such a huge platform imagine the example you're trying to set to like millions of young viewers like the idea that saying this is like right and you can defend it by your i like defend it by using reasons yeah I like what you said before which was like uh by using these excuses you're sort of saying like oh this happened to me so I did this so and so the audience is like so wait if that had happened again you would do something else harmful and disrespectful it's like opening it up to like oh if this happens I'm allowed to do this and that's not what we want to do that's not what we want to say yeah and also I think like the intention if something is offending a group of people the intention of, of why you did it it doesn't really matter cuz it still offended people it's still wrong so just apologize and yeah it's a, yeah the reason the reasoning is something that you can hold like in yourself you know it's something that you can acknowledge and say okay so next time i something like this happens or maybe i should avoid uh like understanding why you did something is important to stopping it from happening again but that's something for you yourself to deal with it's not something for you to put on your audience and tell them like oh this is why that's something for you to think about and you to be like oh i was like this so i did this therefore that whole situation should be avoided but the audience doesn't need to know that the people who you're apologizing to just need to know that you're sorry and that you're going to work to not do it again they don't need to know how they don't need to know why they just that's all they need to know but if we're also looking at specifically Shane Dawson i just the reasons i don't see what the reasons could be for saying the n word like there's just no or like the way he talked about children like um i think what's it willow smith did you see that video willow smith yeah like how does anything that just doesn't seem acceptable to me there are definitely some things that i don't think any explanation could justify um which is why 
it's like if you've done something really horrible, like or if you've done a lot of bad things, like Shane Dawson, the it's not the thing that you want. The thing you want to do is not to go out and try to justify it because it's no matter what you say, it's going to sound crazy and it's going to sound stupid. And so all you can do is apologize. All you you. You might not even get back the people that you hurt, and that's the thing that you have to understand. It's not you can't force people to forgive you, and so you all you can really do is apologize and say that you'll do better, but you cannot force anything, especially when you've done as much and as bad things as Shane Dawson. So yeah, apologies are important, but they they don't solve any everything. Yeah, what's most important is just moving on and trying to become a better person, especially after being canceled, and especially since you're a celebrity or actor, it's just it's just really important to always be conscious, like be conscious of what you're doing, like what's the effect of each video or each word that you say, like don't repeat your mistakes, especially like saying the N word. At a time like this, or like paying off, like paying off past mistakes too, because you acknowledge them and then you move on. Yeah. Also, like coming back to like talking about cancel culture, everyone's, especially nowadays, always talking about how toxic it is, and I think, to a certain extent, I wouldn't really agree with it because. So many people that have been canceled. It usually goes on for like a few days, and then people are done with it and go on to the next person or something like that. That part of it, I think, is toxic that we just move on. But then, the fact that a lot of canceled people, a lot of bad people, still have careers. Like if you look at, just look at Shane Dawson. He still has a career. He's done some bad stuff. Look at Chris Brown. He has fans. So. Does it really work? Yeah, it's cancel culture has been hyped up so much, and it's nuts because it doesn't even seem to work. It doesn't even if you're calling someone out for something that they've done and they don't apologize, like they say nothing, it just goes away, and it's insane. You know what's incredibly ironic? That most people that end up being canceled end up actually being more famous. Because they hear, like for example, look at this.、Uh, look, the drama between James Charles and Tati. James Charles lost like six millions, five million, six million subscribers, and then he like gained, and then he now like he gains all of the subscribers back and more within like less like a month or like oh half a year, and then now he has like sixteen million subscribers, eighteen million. So a lot of the time, this cancel idea of cancel culture just backfires. I think it just also gives the, them just a lot more attention. I remember when the James and Tati thing happened. I don't watch their videos. I did. I never used to watch their videos, but when that happened, I watched their like videos anyway because I was like, "Hmm, what's the drama?" I'm going to say. Yeah, I had. I had no idea there was this thing about like sugar bears or whatever. I watched the video. I had no idea what's going on, but I still watched the video, and that's insane. I don't know why I did that. I might never know, but 
it's like controversy breeds interest, and that's why they do it because it gets them more views. Like while we're, while the famous celebrity or the YouTuber is learning from mistakes, it's also important for us as the audience to realize that what we're saying, like or what we're canceling from them, will they will they benefit from the it? Will they learn from it? Will they like truly understand the mistakes they're doing? Or will it just bring them attention and like, and like help them instead of making them realize that what they're doing is truly a mistake and shouldn't just be like downplayed, you know? Yeah, like if you, I don't know what's the proper way to cancel someone. Usually, I just sort of don't watch content. I stay away from like any information regarding them because. But that is difficult because then, if they come out with like an apology or something, like what do you do then? Do you watch it and it could be like not sincere and give them more views? But if you don't watch it, then you're sort of being unfair because you're not listening to them trying to rectify their mistakes. So it's confusing. It's difficult. I just believe as long as people learn from what they've done. They don't deserve to be fully cancelled, but then again, if people are still upset, they're allowed to be. This is TikTok from the Grapevine. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Stick around for more.